Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. Brought to you by NineWorks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts, NineWorks Radio is presented by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks, with special input from friends and experts around the industry, as well as our valued listeners. Enjoy the episode. Hello, listeners. First of all, good day, good day. Hello, Andy. Hello, how are you? Very good. Yourself? Yeah, fine. Pucker. <laughs> Who are these two people sitting in front of us? What Andy B. Reprobates that we got here today. Can I just say whatever I want, whenever I want them? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well. Just <laughs> hi, <laughs> Sean. Hi. Hi, Walter. <laughs> so, uh, introduce themselves. We've got Sean Matthews from Ren Eleven. Hello. And we've got Walter. And I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly straight away. Go on, go for it. What's the surname? Crowbock. Crowbock. Yes. Uh, otherwise known as Classic Retro. Retro Classica. Classica. That's yeah, it yeah, on yeah. Instagram. I, I feel like I've got a bit of like imposter syndrome because I'm sitting next to obviously like the world famous Andy B. <laughs> but then we've got Ren 11, which like it, with every passing week, you just get another like thousand followers or It's expensive it paying for those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then we've got Retro Classica and on the way up where Andy was giving us like the, the lowdown and stuff and it's just like, geez, you have done a lot of stuff. A yeah. lot of seriously it, it, cool it stuff as well. It, do you know what everyone's no I'm, I don't want to say well everyone says old. that, but I don't I don't notice it myself. That's the thing. And my mates are like, Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? How come you haven't done that anymore? And I'm and I've been doing loads and loads of content in the background. And just waiting for the time to to release it all. Like I've, we've got a um, we've got a mic here with Zat Eins on it, which is the German equivalent of the BBC. Yeah, and what yeah. I've been doing is I've been going to car shows and making out that I'm alive with Zat Eins <laughs> and doing interviews with guys. <laughs> And they and they genuinely think that they're being interviewed live. <laughs> That's the most amazing <laughs> German TV. Yeah. And I've been catching it. I've been getting guys um, in the background taking pictures and stuff. <laughs> and you can't put any of that out because then people will know. Like Amari, I don't. Do you know Amari? So yeah, yeah. Again, he's in mm. out of North. I done him like a kipper, man. <laughs> <laughs> he properly got it. He didn't even realise. I'm like, shit, this is going to work. Nah. You're like the Dennis Penis of the uh, 2020s. Yeah, someone else said that. I mean? So, yeah, so that's, so that's kind of what I've been doing. There's some really big names that I've done and they don't realise. And it's too, right to this day, don't know. But when it comes out, They'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I want, you know, so that's, that's what we're trying to do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, fortunately, I can do it at the moment. So you'll see what happens next, really. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So you've been in the car industry for years, haven't you? <laughs> oh, dude, man. Well, give us a quick rundown. You... I, all I've seen is what's on your Instagram and yeah. it's kind of a little bits and bobs here. So, basi- so the rundown. basically, my old man um, was property and cars and he used to import Mercedes-Benz and Porsche and, um, God, all, all sorts of stuff like Audis, Golfs, all that kind of thing because he had a lot of contacts in Germany and he could get the stuff before a lot of main dealers in the UK could. So look, back then, you'd have to wait two years for a Mercedes-Benz. You know, you'd order it, spec it how you wanted it, and it would take two years to build that car. Yeah. That's why Mercedes-Benz and BMW, they were really, really sought after. You know, pieces of kit that you could order, but you'd have to wait. Yeah. So he was getting stuff much quicker, and he was getting offered part exchanges with Aston Martins because they were no good back then, and SLs, they were really bad. And I was, so that's basically where it all started for me. I was in and out of all sorts of lovely stuff, from As the age of kid. five, yeah. you know, and that's where it, that's where it all started. And then I went to get a Saturday job, so I learned how to be a mechanic, so I can you know, so I can do a timing belt, I can do an engine rebuild, or maybe not on a Porsche because that's a bit specialist, but <laughs> you know, regular stuff I can do no problem. So yeah. I learned all of that. Then I've then I went to uni for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's just to <laughs> just to kill time. Appease appease the parents. Bath four years up the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah appease the parents, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah, I suppose. 
learned a lot of stuff there did product design engineering there couldn't get a job when i left because i was shit basically <laughs> that's the, the, the bottom line of it if i'm honest and you know guys from the you know royal college of art were getting their jobs designing cars and that's what i wanted to do i wanted yeah. to design but i was nowhere near good enough you know and if you're not good enough you're not good enough so um decided to do another year of nothing so i did a master's in furniture design <laughs> where would where would that you know it's the only it was the only masters i could do i thought yeah fuck it let's make some so i got an ma so i got an ma doing that and that's how i got into the nightclub thing and doing nightclub interiors and then i sold that business and then got into cars and property and then and then it, it was just it and all went from there and i was working for main dealers and learning about stuff and and I just want it. And I, th I think the guys who go into main dealers and work for main dealers, they just want the really nice car to drive occasionally. They can't afford the 100 grand Porsche, whatever it is, but a weekend in one or whatever, that's enough for them to stay in the trade. For a lot of people, I think that is. Yeah. I was one of them at the time. I thought, fuck, drive that for the weekend or whatever. So then <laughs> I was, um, then I got into body shops. I was an estimator engineer all of those sorts of things and there was a lot of stuff about um cash for crash and all that kind of thing so i think i was right in the middle of that heyday where body shops were getting rung up by car hire companies and they were like ambulance chasing accidents to to provide hire cars because yeah. that's where the money was it yeah, wasn't yeah. in the repairs it was in the car hire and the legals and all of that and we all we all started to cotton onto it and think we were all thinking shit there's money here right so best one ever and i'll never forget it. i'll tell everyone this one is a, an f50 got hit in the rear by a minicab just quick story the clamshell that covers the engine on an f50 is 19 grand i think the repair come to about 90 grand or something like that long story short ferrari shut down their factory for summer i couldn't get the bits so this guy was in an f and in an f40 hire car he was driving it on a daily basis that car got serviced five times while he was in that hire car and there's certain people that are going to listen to this and they're going to go shit i know that one i remember when we did that one because we were all getting kickbacks out of it we we're all making money out of putting people in high-end stuff what were the intervals service intervals on the f40 six thousand miles i think it was Jesus. yeah 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 so he'd done, a, he'd done yeah. a lot of miles what was he doing? Like I'll I mean, tell you the guy's name when we get off because yeah. you'll know, you know who it is. Okay. So, yeah, so it was body shops. And then I thought, right, I, I did my stint at Porsche GB and troubleshooting for them and, and all that kind of thing and driving the most fantastic Porsches. So when I, when I listen to what you guys do and see where you go and whatever, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, sure. I remember driving a 906 GT2 when that first came out. And I remember the ceramic brakes, and I remember going through a red light because the brakes weren't working, and all, all that yeah. kind of thing back in e East L East London. Well, yeah, we'll just say East London. East London. Yeah. So I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, so that was that was my Porsche thing, and I started a body shop, which was just a monster, and restored a lot of stuff. Restored quite a few 911s actually, and 924s, and a, a me and a pal, we bought three. 944s blind um from some dude out of ireland and these three 944s turned up this is i don't know if you know at, uh, at four mse uh matt oh, edge yes. yeah. yeah yeah so me and matt really good mates love matt's i love matt to bits he's like he's the guy he's like the matt's we call it the matt spec because everything he gets he puts like really nice bbs's on um what are the bbs's that have got the dish on the outside the, the center on the outside E twenty e something e like that. Yes, E88. Yeah, E88. So he loves those wheels and have gold center and a dish, and he puts them on everything, you know. And he's had all sorts of stuff. So we had these three nine four fours turn up, a convertible, a turbo, and just like a regular two point seven sixteen valve thing, all black cars, all in various. I think the turbo one had been a drift car, so I had this big brake Crazy lever handbrake. and whatever it's yeah. like what is this man so matt said yeah get them all back to standard how they should be because i think we were both too far ahead of the game we knew 944s were going to be money we knew they would be worth something but we bought them and then had to sell them on because 
or we needed the money or we needed to get into something else or whatever. We knew we were ahead of the curb and it was painful having to sell them. So like 968 Club Sports, what a great Oof, card. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. man. Yeah. They were like 25 grand forever. Mm. You know, Riviera blue ones, red, white ones, red ones. You could get them no problem. And we knew that they were going to be, they had to be. Just the seats in those were just awesome. It didn't really sell many 968, so it was bound to be a classic in the future. Yeah, so we were buying them, and then we were having to sell them on at a little bit of profit, but knowing that that car was going to be a 50 grand car or a 60 grand car or whatever. In the future, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that was, you know, it's painful, but... I thought we both managed to keep hold of some stuff, so we, you know, we can't, well, can't complain, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's me up to now, and then lockdown started this studio where I've been getting all sorts of different audio companies for product launches, and you know, Rick Sprite Photography's this this is basically his base to do his stuff out of. So we've done all sorts that we can't even we can't even put on Instagram at the moment, which is just so painful like uh, aston martin 177 you know that's a serious car can't put that on instagram for at least another two three weeks maybe you know and that's so painful gun for works car can't really put stuff out because jww's got to put his stuff out which is tonight actually so yeah. that'll be out tonight so we can put stuff out after that so yeah you have to be careful of other instagrammers and not treading on anyone's toes you know i love jw it's a bit he's like he does a really really good job and because of that, people are just jealous of him, man. That's all I can say. Because <laughs> we, we'd all want, you'd all want to do that, wouldn't you? Drive around in really nice cars and all that, and get paid to do it. And all, that's what that's the dream job scenario. Yeah, Lee. I mean, how do you how do you get over that? I mean, you know. oh, yeah, you do that, don't you? <laughs> no. yeah. He was looking, going like, yeah, no one's going to say anything. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no I'm going to bring that shit up right now. Cheers, Sean. <laughs> So a varied life in the motor trade then. Yeah, God, yeah. You and have it, done a lot. Yeah, I know. And it, it, sometimes when I when I when I actually when it comes when it's when I speak about it, it's only then that you realise, yeah, shit, actually, yeah. You know, right now there's that engine block behind you guys. That's from a, from a McLaren F1. That engine block there's from a McLaren F1. You know, and yeah. they're, they're supposed to be coffee tables at some point because I thought I did product design. Maybe I could do a nice coffee table, but it, I just don't think about it until it until it happens. So <laughs> hopefully, it's a bit of wine rack. Yeah. Well, it's a wine rack, and it's doing a really good job. <laughs> it is <laughs> absolutely, know. but yeah, that's a serious bit of kit. You know, there's a lot of thoughts gone into that, a lot of engineering. That's one of so, the cool. Yeah. You know, just one thing I wanted to say about Walter as well. One of the great things about him is his ability to come up with fantastic ideas, and then you know he, he gives everything a go as well. And that's one of the great things about this this studio as well. I think is is fantastic. Um, so it's it's actually really nice to see someone who you know. There's so many people out there, right, who want to do something but then get too scared to do something about it. Yeah, won't take that next step. Uh, and Walter's one of these people that will always go and just go, why not? Rather than, oh, how can I? Yeah. And it's a great mindset to have, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. But yeah. the, what what concerns me, though, is I I can say, a lot of people can't say what they what's on their mind because uh, they might not get that Audi to use for the next promo or when the next RS6 comes out, they won't be given it because they've said it's a pile of shit or whatever. Mm. When you don't have any of those ties, and Lee, you probably know this, you can be straightforward and tell it how it is, and people love that. You know, I get, I get, mess, I get DM'd when I was doing this kind of stuff months and months ago. I was getting DMs from guys going... How come you've managed to say that? Aren't you worried about X, Y, Z? Fortunately, you know that this isn't an income for me. It's it's hard to get an income out of a, a out of an Instagram or a Facebook or a YouTube or whatever. So I don't care about any of that. Yeah. So you can say what you want to say, you know, and and that will take you quite far though, wouldn't it? Because people then pay attention to those. It, you could either be sensationalist and come up with something um, like bold, like, oh, all Porsches are terrible, or uh, we know they're not, they're the best cars in the world. Um, but, you know, you could say something slanderous uh, uh, yeah. about it, but people will know straight away if you're just doing it to get likes or you're actually being genuine because you put a, a, a certain point across, you know, and, and you're a real person as well. So it, it makes it feel <laughs> a lot more... 
Well, there's there's a longevity to honesty. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah means, totally. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I the the amount of times I put on Instagram that I'll do a, a free a free shoot down here, or you know, I've got guys that are really good at like Tony Sapini's wicked at like filming stuff. He's a professional. Incredible camera dude film guy he's and he'll give anyone all of his time and i'm putting stuff on instagram where look get your car down here we'll do a shoot with it do a videography whatever it's not going to cost you nothing i just want the buzz of meeting other guys yeah you know when i sell a car i meet i meet so many different people i had my, i had to source a load of cars for a film and i'm getting rid of those cars now and I've been one of the cars. I got offered half a half a kilo of cocaine. <laughs> how, how does I don't even know what half a kilo of cocaine is worth? But I'm assuming it's around a fifteen grand that I'm asking for this car. <laughs> you know? and, then and then and then I'm thinking, well, actually, hold on a minute. If it's if it's worth fifteen grand, then surely I need thirty grand's worth to make it worth my while to to then deal that stuff and I'm thinking hold on a whoa 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 a minute well are we not getting into this <laughs> doing <laughs> any code okay. deals for cars it doesn't work don't do that so I'm like so, so can, I reined it step in back from the co cocaine so you were saying there, there about sourcing cars for films so that was one of the big things that I've kind of heard that you do yeah that that's that happened by accident oh I, really oh yeah after I saw my business a, a dear friend of mine rang me up and he's and he was offered uh he was asked to source cars for last bond film yeah and he didn't have the time so i got involved with that and it was great and that went on to other minor league stuff um there's a the the business do you remember the film the business that was filmed in marbella and it was yeah, yeah 80s and they got the wheels wrong on the 928. The wheels were oh, like... I don't even remember a 928 so film. So there was a 928 in that film, and yeah. it had it had cup twos on it, which um, were like from a 996 from like early, from 1999-ish type yeah. thing. And they're on this Porsche 928. And every petrolhead must have gone, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> man. <laughs> how can you not... they get that, that wrong? Yeah, yeah, how can you get that wrong? Yeah, it just looks yeah. so wrong. I, I actually, actually pissed my wife off, because we'd be watching a film, and I was like, what? You know, what? Yeah, that totally, car shouldn't be in totally, that. Totally, not, totally, not the right totally. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it screws absolutely. the film up, and then it screws it up for her. Continuity is yeah, important in films, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, big time. For car guys. Like, and, yeah. and, and what, and, uh, do you remember the Mission Impossible? There was a green E28 BMW. Tom Cruise is tearing around Paris or whatever it is. Yeah. This green, yeah, the, it was in the last one. That was, that set a benchmark on forums all over the world were like shit have you seen that it's an e he's in an e28 blah 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 and i put that in front of a lot of film companies and said look this is what's going on you need to now understand that cars play a massive part in a film for a lot of people yeah man. that's very true so now it's starting to really take off like we've got a massive we've got a quattro polita here in the latest James Bond film, that's the bad guy's car, man. A 2001 3.2 V8 manual twin turbo. Look at the start of the film. You'll see them and they're blue Nettuno, exactly like that car, that color and everything. And people For are starting sale to next wake week up. if anybody wants yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 26,000 pounds. <laughs> or a full kilo. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old disco. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so yeah that, that that actually will be for sale at some point. I don't know when. I need to drive it a little bit just to, to have my little bit of fun. But yeah, I hope the guy that I bought it off is not listening to this because he's gonna be screwing. <laughs> 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 I was just about to say what I'll give for it, but I'm not going to. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Oh. No, shit, that's bad. So, yeah, so it's, well, that's going to be fun. be edited out. <laughs> what, the price? Beep. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, who come uh, up with that music know. as well? Is that like a really nondescript? So you don't have to pay any. Like, you got it. Yeah, is yeah. That, yeah. Is that, I don't know how it works. So yeah, yeah license really? free music. Yeah, Jesus. Do you like it? No, I do. Yeah, it's, do, really, it's catchy. <laughs> yeah, you know. When you started off with the word no, I was thinking, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think this uh, the film thing, film getting cast for films is? I think it's got. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like mission the the. The last the, they filmed the last two Mission Impossible films back to back. I don't know how they managed to do that, but at one point they needed a 996 Turbo Tiptronic um, 
within hours so yeah. they could stick a load of cameras on it because they were in a they were in a quarry just down the road here um so you know and there's plenty of mate there's poor bastards crying into their pillow because they can't sell their 996s because they're tiptronics <laughs> yeah. man we all know that don't we <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah so yeah so that was an easy one but yes definitely it's it's I love it, man. It's it's a coup. It's a it's a you know it's a nice thing to see. You know, remember Ronin back in the day? Oh yeah. The, oh. The, the 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 chases, the sound, all of that sort of thing. That that put that film on the map. It's a great film, but oh, that car chase, man. Jeez, that's like, you know, that's spine tingling. Hairs the on the back. Four in that. They said it was an M5, but it didn't look like an M5. Was it dressed down? Does anyone know? Because that really know. bugged me when they said, oh, it's only an E34 M5. I was like, that's not an E34 No, M5. it's an M5. It doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure? Definitely. Does, it, I don't remember having the, the plinth at the back between the you know the lights, because that's an M5 kind of thing, isn't it? And this one didn't, and it had a lot more chrome. I don't know. It just looked like a standard one. Oh, man, I've got to watch that tonight now. It's going to be a late one. I think Sean's talking shine. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> on, that, on that note then, so how do you two know each other? Oh, man, was was it an um, AA meeting, was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember. It, it, I, it I, was, I can't like, remember. Like with Instagram, like pretty much how I met all of you. Uh, uh, you know um i i stalked, stalked you, you. <laughs> <laughs> i watched you from afar um and uh i just uh, someone shared a video in a group chat with uh oh oh fireworks sounds like we're back home and i know i know i, <laughs> I, I, I remember rem you finish what you're saying but i remember how I, how it started for me so it was uh, in a group chat uh, someone shared a video from instagram of uh, of walter uh and he was walking Naked. around a car no no one would ever subject to anyone to that um but it was uh, a video of walter going around the vehicle um and doing his typical walter thing of just saying it as it is and uh thought hey, he's a funny guy i like him so i started following him uh that's that, pretty much how i found him as well yeah yeah like one weird video but then uh, do you know i don't know how we start do you know actually i remember the first conversation i, I had with him on online on on, on instagram was uh, about chicken because he put up he this thing called chicken club it's a very secret sort of he yeah, don't uh, have to talk about chicken club. i have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about move, anyway. move on please. let's move on but yeah. anyway he was eating chicken and i was like i like chicken he was like well you got to come out to this and i was like oh it's really nice and that was it but then that was it i don't know how it escalated it was actually a lot deeper for me <laughs> so it, for for me, well, what the first thing I remember with Sean was this: he's got a he's got a he was looking or he bought he just bought a red nine nine six, yeah, right. And his mum had passed away, and he bought that car after sorting out all the shit he had to sort out and i think the car was a bit of an escape and the car is an escape for all of us i think how many times have we gone out in the middle of the night and had a really nice blast just to clear your mind do that we should do that more often i did that in a yeah, shitty great. mx5 the other day man but the fun i had you know and i think probably i had more fun in that car than a lot of like four five eights or whatever it is because that's a two grand car and if i stick it on its roof well, maybe an MX-5 is not the best thing to stick on its roof, but <laughs> for two grand, you, it really doesn't matter, so you can really go for it. And when I, when I finished, when I got back home after that drive, I was like, love that. I need to do that more often because you get that, that endorphins and that rush and whatever. Yeah. So Sean's bought this 996. Yeah, granted, it shouldn't have been Guards Red because that's just so gay. But anyway. <laughs> I've got a video I'll show you guys of someone in a Guards Red Boxster. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay all right good. <laughs> so yeah so that's when i first saw sean and he had this 996 and i, I love the story behind it and i'm and i'm all about story and people's journeys and stuff and i couldn't give a shit if you got two quid or two million quid it's not really really doesn't and i i, I loved it and i loved the journey and that what he's doing to the car and and all that kind of thing. And where he started from nothing, where Ren 11 was just like, a great name, by the way. I really like the name. Yeah, and then time. the merch yeah. come out, so we bought a load of merch. And, you know, it, and you just want to support whoever, who, whoever not, that, not that anyone needs it, but I, I, 
I loved some, I loved the idea of it. So I thought I just want to whatever I can do to help Sean, you know, and 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 the same, you know. So we so we've done a few shoots with that car in here, and it looks great, even though it is red. It clashes a bit with the floor, but it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. And then is. we did the Elstree Aerodrome thing, which is where I found the, the, the new studio. At. So we were up and down a runway out of North London. Who does that, man? So yeah. I organised well, that for my... 60 was, miles an hour, putting stone chips in my so front So that was for my birthday, right? <laughs> that was amazing. So I organised that for my birthday for my, for my own pleasure. And I thought, right, what mates can I ask to come to that? Six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, who's going to come to that? He's come... There's, there was, uh, I can't even remember. There was, um, we had Matt Jones out of who's a Red Bull sponsored mountain bike rider, and he came down in his performante and he was going up and down the runway at six o'clock on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Someone rang up and said, Well, how come there's a fighter jet landing at Elstree <laughs> And that's true story, man. So we're like, Fuck, man, what's the <laughs> shit? <laughs> so we can't do that anymore now because yeah. that got, so I can't, can't go back there again. But. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was cool. So little things like that. And there was an F40 on its way to oh. Elstree, a Palamine. It's got an F40, he's got a GT2, he's got a this or that, the other. Lovely, lovely car guy. Regular dude, he could sit here and chat shit with him all night. Lovely guy. He was on his way in his F40 just because it was my birthday, you know, and, and to, to go out for a drive or whatever. And when it, it got cancelled and we had to leave the aerodrome, I then met him, and then we we was driving around North London, Central London, in an F forty <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. Come on, quality, man! It doesn't get any yeah. better than yeah. that, does yeah. it? You know. Although I, I, I said it up myself, but anyway. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so you met through the love of a nine nine six, then? Yeah. How yeah. bad's that? Yeah. The That's shittiest <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> the one that saved Porsche. I know it sucks. <laughs> don't it? Well, look, we're saying this, but look. You, I was looking at a magazine before you guys turned up. I was looking at a magazine for 10 years ago and 996s were no money. They you know, and they're starting to they're starting to creep up now. Even 3 or 4 years ago they were properly no you know, money. Like, yeah. like, like I found I found a lovely this was for at Fort Matt Edge for MSE. Uh, we found a black 996 54,000 miles black leather sunroof monumental history. And it was up in Scotland. I mean, we drive all the way. Do we fly? No, we drive up to Scotland. No, we flew. We flew there. And that was all part of the buzz. You know, the, 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 the thrill of the chase, finding that, you know, black on black, 54,000 miles. And the car was nine grand. <laughs> and it was a fantastic car, you yeah. know. And then Matt goes and puts a GT3 kit on it. And these, uh, those, those ET50, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the yellow headlamps, which are his trademark. He's done all of that to it. And then he's it. Because, he, you know, it's the next done. thing and the next thing and the next thing. Because that dude's a machine, mm. man. So he's got it's a black 993 now. On BBS LMs. <laughs> is that what they are? Yeah, LMs. Yeah, LMs on this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, has he put LMs on it? It's got LMs, I saw yeah. that he's got a 993, yeah. Yeah, he just, just recently bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, a great car. So that's Walter's potted story. Mm. Should we sort of talk about sean 100 percent. i'm looking forward to to hearing this because yeah. where, where did ren 11 come yeah from? That, that, that where does sean come from oh, you've met sean a few times before bet, this, yeah, though, yeah, yeah yeah we're saying away from the mic so i'm like remember seeing the page come up and there was like a couple of thousand followers checked it like a few weeks later and it was like fifteen thousand. checked it a few weeks after and it just kept going uh, like meteorics or rise it was just going now? absolutely crazy so i think uh, it's almost 38 38,000. It's been mental. Like the last few. Where's my little shout out then? Where's my... <laughs> on this podcast, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not talking to the bikes. I'm going to make sure you tag me on on something then, because I've only got five thousand followers. <laughs> maybe if you had some Porsches in here and not some Italian <laughs> yeah. POSs, then maybe. Uh, oh, He's in rubbish as well. That's two of us. Okay. But you, um, you didn't, you didn't. Obviously, this is the Porsche thing. But what you've been into cars way before that, haven't you? Cars have been something uh, just important to me all my life. I grew up in the 80s where, you know, the car was genuinely the star. You know, you had Miami Vice. Whenever you think of Miami Vice, you ever think of the Daytona, which was that 
uh, Corvette, I think, actually rebodied, or the Testarossa, Knight Rider yeah. kit. Uh, Transformers was a massive thing for me as growing up as a kid. Mask as well, all these really cool cartoons. But the highlight of it were these cars, and cars for me were just always in, in my life. I don't know where I got it from because my parents weren't really into it. Like you, your your old man was into yeah, yeah, the cars, yeah, yeah. didn't have that. My mum liked a nice car. My dad clearly didn't he had like a honda accord and i was terrible um <laughs> but i i just had this love for them and just developed over time funny enough friend of yours friend of both of you matt glasser but i met him at college um in 1998 when we started in september 98 and he had a mark one golf yeah and we were in business studies together and design and we just hit it off straight away and uh his car was amazing and he, it it then just made everything even more focused on cars even before it was and it was the first time i met someone who was as much into cars and maybe dare i say it more so than yeah, me yeah. so you know it, it just kicked it off and and there you go cars had always been something and i've always had a fascination with like uh porsches from like a young age but what sort of stuff had you gone through before you got to porsche um okay so my first car was a mark ii golf that my mum wrote off uh she drove it into next door's garden uh, that was <laughs> That's funny. Like a good story um yeah so after that civics uh Rice fast and furious. yeah proper yeah. uh integras um i had a couple of golfs uh mark ii 16 valve that i successfully took the big bumpers off because it was yeah. early reg I didn't like that, so I put small bumpers on it. Hmm. Um, Mark II Scirocco, Integra Type R, S3, another Mark II Golf. I like Volkswagens, you know. Yeah. Hold on a um, minute. You took big bumpers off a of Mark II to put smaller bumpers on, so like Type 19 bumpers. No, no. So everyone early... was putting big bumpers on, and you were putting small bumpers on. Is that what you mean? Damn right. <laughs> really? Hell yeah. Why <laughs> would you put a car... That didn't come with big bumpers. Why would you put big bumpers on a car that didn't have big bumpers? Because everyone, everyone was doing did that. it. That was, that was the thing, wasn't it? I'm not everyone. I know. Yeah, <laughs> tell, me about your, tell me about your first police car, Sean. It was a, a Focus. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Focus uh, Estate, yeah. Proper cool, piece man. of shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I used to be a copper. So uh, that's why I got the Integra Type R because I moved to Essex and I thought, you know. Stealth, undercover, fit in. <laughs> well, actually, it was Miami Vice. That was an inspiration. So I got a white car, but I didn't have the uh, the suit or anything. So, uh, <laughs> that sucked. But yeah, um, yeah. And, and then I had a, a spent a lot of money on a TT. Um, I think I've seen pictures of the TT. That was pretty slammed, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I was like, I, I had a fifteen fifty two uh, Turbo Max on there. Yeah, um, it was it was cool. You know, I liked it. It, it brought me exposure more into the the, the, the Volkswagen scene. You know, the yeah. Euro scene. Um, but I wanted a Porsche for so long. I almost bought one back in ninety. Uh, sorry, two thousand and seventeen, two thousand sixteen. But I, they were starting to go out of my price range. Yeah. So I bought an E46 M3 instead and sold that yeah. um, after two months uh, <laughs> because just money to purchase a house. I, I, I purchased a house kicking and screaming with my now wife. Um, but then I managed to get the opportunity to buy the, the 996. Yeah, uh, as you yeah, said, yeah. it was uh, uh, it's mad how it happened. Like, like very long story short, it was mental how I got this. So um, I had lost my mum a few years ago. I lost my dad as well uh, a few years after. And I had this house which had loads of horrible memories, you know, yeah. in certain... What, well, the family house? Yeah, it was yeah. a family house, you know. And it, it was... Uh, I didn't want to stay. I wanted to get rid of it. Um, but I had to sift through so much stuff and a lot of it brought back some painful stuff, you know. Yeah. And the, the, the thought of it just really filled me with dread. Anyway, at this point, Ren 11 had literally just started uh, as Ren 11, formerly a page called That 911 Page, um, which I took um, sort of inspiration from the 911 page and that 911 guy. I don't know who he is. <laughs> uh, you were ripped off, man. <laughs> That's funny. Is that, that, that was you. <laughs> That was you, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that, that 911 guy, yeah. So I uh, thought, well, no one's got that 911 page. Let's try it. Nope. <laughs> Yoink. Um, uh, and that was that. So anyway, uh, I've talked to this guy called Yaz, um, who you're probably familiar yes, with. He yeah, had yeah. that wicked blue IROC. Uh, well, the only way is Yes. That's the one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She's well into Porsches, man. Is she? Yeah, proper. <laughs> yeah. 
proper Porsche nut. Nice. She wears like her jeans it. really tight as well. <laughs> yeah, so does Yaz as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm happy for him to hear that. <laughs> ribbon for it. But anyway, um, so we were talking about perfect cars. And my perfect car was, you know, uh, I had an opportunity to buy a 964 years ago when they were still like 10K. And I yeah. chickened out because I didn't have a garage. What an idiot. But, um, you know, uh, for an attainable Porsche, a 996 it, it is the way to go. And my dream one was... Uh, factory aero uh, in guards red black leather C2 manual with a sunroof delete I told him everything bar the guards red I don't know what it is about red but I love the colour you know my jacket I'm wearing is a bit of red in there it's just uh, I've, I've, I've always liked red for some reason or another um, and I said to him you know it'd be great to find a car like that and he said well funny enough a friend of mine's selling a car like that it's actually in guards red and I'm just thinking no way and uh, he said to me, uh, you know, maybe I can put you in contact with him. He's just bought a GTR and he wants to, you know, sell this car. He's yeah. had it for a few years. And I'm like, I, I don't have the money. Uh, and I don't like wasting people's time. So um, I think about it over the night. And then in the morning, I'm like, actually, pass me his number. It'd be cool. Can I see some pictures? Show me the pictures. And I was completely in love. Like, you know, it was, it was the dream car. And uh, I, I think, you know, I'll text him just to see. Message him. Really nice guy. A guy called Viz. And uh, he, he says to me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about selling it. I heard that you're quite interested. Five minutes into that conversation, I, um, I, I get a text from one of my neighbours, old neighbours, parents' neighbours, and they said, uh, we're interested in buying your house. Hmm. Didn't even well, put it up for sale. I didn't, I didn't anything like that, Shit, just five mate. minutes in. Now, my mum was very much a, <coughs> a, a person who believed in you've got to do what makes you happy. As long as you're not infringing or upsetting people doing it, just do what makes you happy. You only live once. And, and you know, for me, it was a, a calling that I had to have it. It had to be done. Yeah. You know, I ignored other cars that were for sale. Uh, Raj put up his 964 uh, up for sale. And uh, I said to him, would you wait? And then I brief, and I thought, no, I don't want that. I have to have this 996. And then, funny enough... Do you know um, Sarah, Heidi, and Bill, Billy Hilton? Yeah. Uh, Black 993? Yeah. Yeah, that car came up for sale. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at it thinking... With uh, Gombet. Gom- G- yeah, I yeah, can't Gem- say it. Gem- 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 Gembella? Yeah, Gembella. Gembella, yeah. Yeah, get on it. Uh, and I just looked, oh, it's amazing. And I thought, no, I can't do it. I need to buy this car. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sold the house on September 1st, 2019. I took ownership of that car and it was the, the best thing in the world. Um, and and yeah, for me, it was uh, it, it was meant to be. You know, yeah. I have a lucky number thirteen. You know, it's 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 important to me. Always thirteen comes up in a lot of things, and the number plate actually has thirteen in it. So I'm thinking <laughs> it's fate. We grew up in house number four, T one three four. You know, I'm like, yeah, this is this is my car. This this has to be mine. Yeah, that is. Bizarre. So I can't ever sell this nine nine six. Yeah, uh, we're expecting a baby, um, and the baby will go first. <laughs> yeah big man talk yeah we'll see yeah yeah, yeah i can run faster than my missus <laughs> she'll kill me so, um, but yeah, yeah good to hear your car story yeah um how about the ren 11 story so yes as you sort of alluded early on there uh, it started off with a, a ripoff of lee's that 911 guy yeah uh, but yeah take us through where, where it been and where it's going so after exploiting the the name um and 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 taking that for myself um well actually it was again i don't start starting morbid but it i i i find that in my in my life and my experience and i think it does happen with a lot of other people uh through tragedy sometimes you could find some opportunity yeah if that makes sense uh, and i lost my dad in august of 2018 and the day after I decided just, I don't even know why, but I created that 911 page as an outlet for my love of Porsche and just to put some stuff out there that I like, I thought was cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very much an all sorts kind of guy when it comes to Porsches. I love uh, immaculate, uh, original cars. I love cars that are like dumped on their ass, like, um, uh, Dan Smith's 996. Yeah. I wouldn't drive the car like that. It's not for me, but I love what he's done with yeah, it. And I think it looks cool. It, yeah. And I just love incorporating all that. So I decided to do that. Um, and you even like an RWB, don't you? <sighs> I can love RWBs. If I could, what? I think I will have... Yeah. It's the Japanese car person, you know, so in me. I love that, that, that stuff. And the reason why he did it, it wasn't 
for show. It's just uh, I heard a, a saying: it's that the the quilted leather owners that have kind of ruined it now for the original RWB lot. But they haven't ruined it. I love your cars. I'm joking. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> if anyone's got spare keys for an RWB, just let me have it. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I love it all. And I wanted to convey the story as part of it. And as time went on and I was dealing with the grief myself and the, the you know, um, of that, I had that 911 page to go to to kind of just... Escapism. Oh, man, it was complete escapism. Yeah. Complete. And I started building some relationships with people. Uh, it was great. And... Uh, it was February of 2019 and things were starting to get back on track for me. And I remember listening to a podcast, another podcast. You're probably familiar with Picard Talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The guys over there, Aaron uh, and Mike, um, really good lads. And uh, I just happened about it because, again, through that 9-11 page, I was ta- uh, tagged on uh, something. A guy called Mark Brabanek who drives his 356 across America. <laughs> yeah. The guy's a nutter. Um, and he tagged me in it. And so I started listening. And it was really good. And they played uh, an episode with Drew. Um, uh, Drew Manley from Cool Collective uh, and it was they were at Das Rentreffen which is a huge Miami Porsche event probably the best like Porsche event I've ever been to easily um, and and he was just talking about the whole point of this community bringing people together and that really uh, resonated with me because I, I've always wanted to bring communities together I actually had a, port, uh, a Volkswagen uh, and Euro um, page years ago and actually organised events and such yeah. and it, it didn't go it wasn't huge but you know it attracted a crowd in, in its time um, but it just didn't work I don't know if it was the cars I don't know if it's the age group um, but I thought you know I've got to do this with Porsche and I've got to do it I love what they do in America I love that scene and it's a real mix and because mm. there's so many of them out there there's so many modified Porsches there's so many yeah, know, yeah. RWBs there's just so many of them so I wanted to emulate that here and then the idea of Ren 11 came um, I wanted to take it to the next stage how did you come up with the name Ren 11 where did that come from <laughs> wasn't um, it Ren 13 then <laughs> Or Ren 11 plus two or something, <laughs> if 13 is so important to you. That's a good question, it's but speechless. I don't think... Uh, no, uh, I was, I was going to just reply with sarcasm, and I thought, no, <laughs> let me give him something, but no. Um, well, Ren 13 would suck. Um, so I, I wanted to create something that seems Porsche, sounds Porsche. If someone was to say it, you think Porsche, yeah. but without yeah, it being definitely, Porsche. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. There's so many things out there that you kind of have to tell people what it is um, in order to say, well, you know, uh, it's too much effort. There's no uh, elegance behind it. Like yeah. Nine works, and I want to lean on this because I think it, it just works so well. Yeah, how did you know that, who, who came up with that? What was that? Was that Laura as well? No, oh, yeah, well, it might as well. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's another one. Yeah, no, but it was the same thing as, as Ren Eleven. Like the the genius of of Ren Eleven, as, as Walter said, you know what it is straight away. You don't need to say, oh, it's because you know you're not sure if you know, but you know X Y Z. Yeah. So it's, it's bang on, mm. bang on for your marketing side of things. You know, yeah, and and it just it sounds right. Nine. 10 11 9 run 11 you know um and i wanted it to be bold i wanted it to be brash i'm a bit left field when it comes to things uh, that's why everything is pointed to the left uh little things like this it's around a, a circle you know a wheel and everything goes around you know it's just little little things like this i'd created from it and and that's it it just stuck and i remember doing an announcement with like 1400 people followers and, and said i'm gonna go live and then i had one person who was watching it and uh <laughs> <laughs> who was that uh good question do you know what i think it was just a random <laughs> genuinely <laughs> and that was that and i was like no i'm not going to be deterred by this and i just started posting i started plugging on yeah yeah i started analyzing wow. everything that was the yeah. interesting part and then it just grew uh, and yeah. before i knew it i was going to events i, I picked up a an old iphone and a gimbal and was starting to film myself you know clothed uh, in, um, uh, that's the other stuff POV <laughs> but yeah and uh, and it just got out of hand and things have escalated um, you know to events like I wanted to do I wanted to do events I wanted you've to get done, people what together what have you done about three or four events now I've done three flat sixes flat whites yeah um, again one at one at the coffee place Bedford Way 
I then, never managed to do oh, it. That there never happened because of COVID. Oh yes, we had to cancel it. So it was they've all been week. at Raj's place. Yeah, there's another one coming up very very soon. Um, uh, it's going to be a winter one because I reckon there's still people out there that will use their cars. Yeah, um, as long as you take care of it, I don't see it as a problem. But yeah, I want to do more of them. I've got a. I'm working collaboratively with players on an event. I don't think I'm allowed to say the date just yet, but people will now know that we're working collaboratively based on this. And they they approached me, which I couldn't believe because I've I've been a huge admirer of Jay uh, Jay McToldridge, uh, Carl Taylor, and the rest of the players. A lot they've been doing car stuff for donkeys, yep. stuff that really resonated with me. And the fact they want to do something with me is just like wow. And this is the thing, Bang man. On, mate. Bang on. Ren Eleven yep. has brought me it, like I've met so, so many, many cool- relationships, isn't it? Oh man, like you know, I met Sun Kang because of Ren Eleven. Who is this? Who is who are you talking about? Sung Kang, uh, he played Han in um, uh, the Fast and Furious films. Right. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was being thick, and I was I the think only one around the table that didn't understand what was going honest, on. Pe- people over the age of sixty, I guess, would not know who Sung Kang is, uh, and that I guess that's fifty percent of our demographic. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 you know this Sung Kang? Well, I watched Fast and Furious. <laughs> well, yeah, I watched Fast and Furious. Obviously, not well, obviously intently not, not, enough. Not no. the bit where he <laughs> flipped over in Japan and whatnot. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Sung was uh, in Tokyo Drift, and then four, five, and six, uh, and he's kind of come back in the latest one because uh, no one ever really dies in, in superhero yeah. films do they <laughs> and uh, and yeah the, uh, we had he, you know we had dinner together or lunch together we had a chat about stuff and he was just such an awesome dude and it was because of Everyone. a sodding Instagram page yeah but it's more than that That's isn't cool, it because it. you you do put effort into Insta- Instagram you know you put research he sets a your- timer he had an alarm <laughs> go off on his phone for the optimum time oh I bet he did and I'm but, thinking, but, oh, I need to do that as well. But you put effort into researching that post. You don't just put a pretty picture on, on the web, do you? you no. There's a back. You always put a backstory. I, I, I there's certain things I do uh, as, as, as like sort of brilliant basics. I call it. You know, if it's not my photo, I ask permission from the photographer first yeah. of all. I won't post it up until I ask the f- permission, or if they've tagged me in it. Yeah, or if you know if they follow me as well as something I have to see just just those like key things um, I put their names on front and centre as well as soon yeah. as someone makes me aware that it's someone else I, I do my research and find out and do that as well um, I try and find interesting content something that makes me go that's some good shit uh, I like my sound up videos um, you know I, like my I, love, I love the sound caption up. every time sound up, yeah. <laughs> sound up. It. it's quite funny when the most recent videos I've been doing are Taycan's and people are saying sound up on a Taycan video <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dickhead <laughs> and how many people then say I mean, it as well like, there's, there's a lot of 50p's going into dickheads here you know <laughs> well, so if I send you the Gunfer Works exhaust note will you put that on your would you story, allow me please? to tag you on that Please, if you would be so kind. Is it in? Uh, <laughs> is it? Is it um, uh, portrait or is it landscape? I think it's actually portrait. Oh man, yeah, fap. Let's I thought that. you might say that. Yeah, um, yeah, and and but the most important thing on Instagram, and this is something that this is a free tip to anyone if you want to excel at Instagram, is love the people that follow you. Love the audience. If your audience is five hundred people, love them. Speak to them. Talk to yeah. them like yeah. you know them. Netiquette is so important these days. People forget Netiquette, about it. it. Netiquette, yeah. It's, it's, it's that online etiquette that, you know, you just how you would treat a person face-to-face, that's how you treat a person online. Yeah. And it's something that I think is, is so important. Uh, I, if I'm inviting to people on social media and when they come and see me and they, they take the opportunity, some people, like, you know, Chet, uh, Chetman yes. he has the beautiful uh, is it Solar? Orange 993 yeah man he's such a lovely dude yeah and he's talked to me on social media first and then we met each other at the first boxing gasser and he was I remember he said to me like oh you know I don't normally like approach people and talk to people but you just seem so friendly and it was like it was so important to have that 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 kind of uh, approachability online and have that as a uh, um, you know, exactly the same in real life. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. very important for me. You know, what you see online, the, the cheekiness, the swearing, apologies, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the nerdiness and that slight, you know, uh, uh, spectral sort of disorder there. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's real on there and it's just as real here as well. Yeah. Um, but I just want to welcome people, man. You know, and I want people to be as 
I'm, I'm, I'm quite laid back when it comes to my taste and stuff. Not ne- just because I see something that I think is cool. It, n- n- not necessarily that I would actually run that. Like, it's, like I said with Dan Smith's car, you know, I love, I love the guy. He's lovely, fa- great family, and wicked cars. I couldn't run a car like that because I like to drive the tits off my cars. So um, I wouldn't drive that. I wouldn't drive it that low. But I welcome people to have that. I welcome those people because it just makes our in our scene, our community, so much more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. and I just want people to have that openness. I don't want people to be pushing people away. Yeah. So it's very important that that uh, con congruence is is there in a big word i know i'm I'm trying to copy this guy over here (laughs) 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 you know who's the dude with the orange 993 orange 993 that's a rare car is that a painter sample or is that what is that he did it was adventure green oh yeah but is it solar orange no it's not i don't know what particular orange it is but yeah, he had oh it so re- he had it repainted yeah. 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 Uh, that doesn't just, count then and he had Dave really? the Trimmer do the seat backs and the seats actually on his uh, 993 as well that was at Car Audio at your yeah, it was, was yeah. flat whites yeah. wasn't it earlier nice. in the year I mean yeah. I was yeah and what a quality bloke as well to be fair exactly and and that's the most important thing about it you know that we get those really really nice people yeah you know I believe that Porsche people on the whole I know we were saying earlier that they can be quite Finickety I think the new particular. the new car owners maybe not the um yeah there's yeah, a new yeah, car yeah. not the, the 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 cool stuff. Well, I was just going to say, sorry, Sean. I was just going to say that I think historically, um, the perception of Porsche owners said before on the pod is a bit sort of like golf clubs and beige trousers sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. then in recent years, I don't know if Magnus Walker had a lot to do with it, but kind of he was a little bit of a trailblazer sort of like up 10 years ago just to be like well actually different people can own these cars as well and i yeah, feel like to be wearing base yeah yeah and, in, and especially yeah. in the last like five years since like the scene's got quite colorful to, you know it's, it's a real kind of ev- loads of different people are all involved and it's like you know i think like you guys are indicative of that you know there's definitely no base trousers or golf clubs in the room when someone says magnus walker right I don't know if it's just me, but ODB comes straight into my head, man. What's old ODB? Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like oh. an old Dirty Bastard. See, no one can say, no one can, no one's going to say He smells no. really nice no. in person. But, I bet he's, no, he's a top, lovely guy, man. He's shouting about Maserati by Turbos recently, so I love him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that's my point, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that, yeah, the yeah. scene and that culture, like, there's so much more going on now, and it's like, it's better for it. And I think, Sean, where, what Ren 11 has done in a massive, really hugely positive way is especially this side of the pond cultivated that quite a lot. And where earlier on you touched on it when you said like the Yanks, they're just happy to do loads of shit to their cars and whatnot. Yeah, Over here, yeah. it's a bit more fastidious. We don't like mods that aren't reversible and all yeah, this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's a bit more considered, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, but it, it, it hit That's home changing. for me. Yeah, no, but I think, I think you're a lot to do with that, mate, to be honest with you. And when we went to flat six, flat whites... I really got it because it was like well, there was not a like single stock your, car here. Yeah, well, the only one was Richie Payne turned up in a press car. Yeah, it was the only stock car, and it was like, mate, this this scene. I think I don't know if I just underestimated, and there was a bit of negligence going on on naivety, but like it was like, whoa, this is pumping sort of thing in a way like the Volkswagen stuff was. Yeah, it's like back sort in of the Euro day. Yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. So kudos to you for that, to be honest with you. And do you know what? There's something subtle about that. The time that you came over, uh, we had Matty Glassop's car front and centre by yeah. the entrance, didn't we? And yeah. it was in, that was an important part. So the two cars that were there, one was Yaz and one was Matt. Yaz was kind of my gateway into Porsche, you yeah. know, in, in yeah, theory yeah. of yeah, ownership. Yeah, 3996. And Matt was my gateway into falling in love with... Like, with Matt. Well, yeah, I love Matt. <laughs> Matt will know I love him. You know, he's... he's this he's, dude got that green... No, had. Yeah, had. I did have. Yeah, he yeah. made a severe mistake, and I'm happy he to go. He sold on that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he bought sold a, it. Bought Richard Pardons bought it, the photographer. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, nice fit you've got now, Matt. So he's got <laughs> he's got a Ferrari now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fit. <laughs> no, great car. I've had three three five five. It's an awesome car. Oh, I thought it was one of those X one nines. <laughs> dude man don't spoil everything you've done in the last hour by I've known it like for 23 that. years it's fine yeah. <laughs> you'll get over it with his Fiat X19 that was a great car man yeah that, that green nice. thing was awesome man. yeah but yeah um, I I I'm so glad you say that you know I had a couple of people a guy called Darren who's got a really cool Guards Red it's 
that's obviously going to be called guards red isn't it uh 964 who said you know this is like the events we see in, in america i had my friend who oh, we uh, had the day for it that day that oh, was so wicked. hot wasn't, wasn't it? it the best vibe it was yeah. it was perfect um it was had, bloody hot wasn't it, yeah. Gee, two it was words, two words, do you remember two. chris you know chris wright he was like like i think he got sunburnt I, I <laughs> he did, he did. Yeah, yeah. did that guard's red car have like, any Marlboro stuff on it or some is, am I getting mixed up with another you're one you're getting that's Mike from P-Car Talk that's his car oh right okay yeah, so, right, right, um, right. no um, Darren like came up to me and said yeah, this is exactly like the vibe in America that we always see cool music um, cool people cool cars it was amazing everything's modified just looked right and that for me was just like the icing on on the cake mm. um, and that's what I want to do that's what we carry on and I think it's going to grow actually I don't doubt that you know we've got people like yourself with that 993 is gorgeous and I love what you've done with it little Thanks subtle so. bits the front I, I love what you've done with the, the, the black the piano black on there because it actually makes it look so fucking aggressive mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it just looks like one, it looks like a, a, a the car like a Okay, do you remember we talked about mask? You, you're, you're my age. No, you're mm. younger than me. You're about... 32. 30. Oh, God, I remember those years. Um, <laughs> you're 32? Yeah. Jesus. He's terrible, isn't it? baby face, isn't he? I know, I'm 48 years old, man. I'm 40, 40 next year. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> 50, 51 over here. <laughs> so, I was, so I was talking to the Gufferworks guys earlier, and I said, I'm doing a podcast with Nightworks this evening, man. Blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, that sounds cool. And I, and I said, um, do you know Andy? And he goes... No, I don't. I said, yeah, you do, you do. He goes, what cars you got? He goes, he's got this red 993 with these stripes down the side. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know the car, no, I know the guy, I know the guy. <laughs> That's such a car that person is thing, isn't it? Totally. I know you're reg um, numbers and cars. Yeah, not names. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I don't know yeah. names. Like, you're Dave and Barry or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was, that, that's Ren 11. So, um, and, and, you know, I can't wait to see what, what happens Where next. it goes. Yeah, there's a few interesting things coming up. One's the event. There's a couple of things. Uh, com- uh, um, uh, I'm working with a, a really cool um, art company on some some special limited edition art that's coming out. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so very, very cool. Good. Quality. Yeah, Absolutely good, awesome. Man. Look forward right. to following that. Walter, I think we need to go back to your TV experience. Oh, Come that's on. what I was going to say. Yeah, yes. yeah no. Jeez, I don't know about stardom, but that was... Um, Good TV. Now that was. I tried to watch one of the episodes actually, and I couldn't couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, well, I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't really finish it. It was too bad. I'd much rather watch oh, TG. I can send you. I can send you the whole series and a box set if you want. <laughs> that's that started from Instagram. That did. Did it? Yeah. This um this guy called Richard um, found me on Instagram. Sent me a message. I thought it was one of my mates winding me up. Do you want to be in a TV show? And that was the only thing I ever wanted to do in my life. And I got this message saying, do you want to be in a TV show? So I thought, oh, okay. So I messaged him back and it was Jit. And he was working for Attaboy at the time, who are the same people that do Wheeler Dealers. Yeah. So I went and met him and a guy called Malcolm Clark in London. And they had a, a, a tiny little inkling of an idea for a car show. And basically just got loads of information from me and then said, oh, you might as well be in it then because we've taken every idea you've had, every contact. So you might as well be in the show then. So I was like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. So it's in the show and it's ITV. I thought, that's cool. 7.30 on a Tuesday evening on ITV. I'm like, geez, I'm going to be a mega star. (laughs) This is it. I'm done with with these normal people. These peasants. Yeah, Yeah, totally, man. I was well up for that (laughs) shit. You would have been in supermarket sweep as a presenter, no doubt. I would have done whatever. I met Dale Winton, actually. But yeah, I met that guy. (laughs) Blue tick incoming. Yeah, so um, I keep applying and I'm just not getting anywhere, man. I need more followers, Sean. Uh, or you, no, you just need to send them a link towards your TV show and they will do it. <laughs> will so they? Was, yeah. And I need to do that then. Do it. Yeah. So You're anyway, so, so we started filming and it was costing me so much money, man, because I was away from my business and we were filming at auction places and whatever. And the, the premise was there were six different dealers. One was a classic car specialist. One was a, she was into buying hatchbacks for new drivers. And it was a really good idea and stuff, you know, and we were going to different auctions and buying stuff. And I remember I am, um, there was a, a 1995 Range Rover that, you, that was ex, an ex-police car. Yeah. 
and it was manual. It was 3.9 at 250,000 miles, but had a massive history with it and whatever. And we're at this auction in Croydon in the middle of nowhere. And I ended up buying this car for 800 quid at my own money. It's like it was none of it was staged or whatever. It was all like genuinely done. And some of us had more money than others and whatever. And I, so I bought this Range Rover and it wouldn't idle. The brakes were seized. The battery was dead. So I've now got to drive this around the M25 and then up to Milton Keynes in rush hour traffic. Mm -hmm. You know how you remember some drives, not specifically because of what car you was in, but just all the factors around it. You know, it might have been to, to get to a hospital or to get to this or to do that or whatever. And you remember that drive and you remember what car. Mate, I was in traffic on the M25 with a car that had seized brakes so it wouldn't it would you'd have to act, give it some revs to get it to go anywhere <laughs> and if you stalled you are not starting again right <laughs> and i don't know if you know but if you've got a trade plate in your windscreen you can't ring a the aa won't come to you because mm. you're a trader. trader yeah so you're stuck and you can't push the thing out of the way because you've got seized brakes i'll never forget that journey and you know and then i got the missus ringing me going what time are you going to be home you got to do this you got to do that it was one of them you know that film lock with uh tom hardy and he's driving in his car yeah, he's yeah. on his phone all the time properly <laughs> stressed out and you know you got to watch that film tom hardy i think yeah that put tom hardy on the map as a as an actor so so i so i drove that home <laughs> i then had a body shop so i painted it and i did this and i did that and then and sold that car and the it, and it was it was great tv but the day before the show was going to air on on tv i get a phone call um from the sun newspaper uh -oh. so this is a monday morning i'm chilling out at home i think it must have been half term or something because i was at home with the kids or whatever phone rings london number i thought that's unusual I'll answer it and this this woman she says hi i'm from the sun newspaper uh we understand that you're going to be in a tv show tomorrow evening on itv i said yeah yeah that's right do you want to do an interview or something you know i'm thinking i'm some big show i think yeah sun newspaper this sounds cool she said no um we've had one of your customers on the phone um complaining and wondering why you're actually going to be on the tv because um apparently you're going to be going to court soon and i'm like you what i'm doing what who what i said no i don't know what i, I didn't genuinely i didn't know what she was talking about yeah. so i thought oh jesus christ what's going on here so i said look i'll, I'll have to you, you'll have to give me some details so i can sort this out so she gave me all the details who it was or whatever i thought that's weird i then get itv ring me and itv go we just had a phone call from the sun newspaper and um they said that there's a there's there's someone that's taking you to court i said well it's the first i've heard of it or whatever this woman from itv said to me well I don't know if you read your contract, but if you're going to be going to court, then we can't put the show out tomorrow. God. And if we can't put the show out tomorrow, you're liable for all the production costs. Oh, oh my man. God. I'm sitting in my back garden shitting my pants now because <laughs> I'm like, how much can that be, man? <laughs> so I said, so, so what happens then? She said, well, if it doesn't go out, it's 80 grand. And I thought, he grand? That don't sound too bad. <laughs> you know, I thought it was going to be more than that or whatever. She said, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to speak to this guy and find out what's going on. So I spoke to this customer that had gone into one and he saw my picture in a newspaper in Essex, Brentwood, I think it was. And because my name wasn't in written in the bottom of this picture, he thought I was trying to be clever and because he was in Essex or something and he's putting two and two together and coming up with 31 or whatever. It was just so bizarre. Mm. Anyway, I had this guy's vehicle. I'm not going to say what it was because that will that give it away. And he basically didn't want the vehicle anymore. So he said, you either buy the vehicle off me or we're going to go to court. And you know if we're going to go to court, you know you've got to pay the production fees and whatever. So I said to him, so what do you want? And he said, I want 15 grand things worth half that at best so i'm sitting in my back garden thinking man. what the fuck am i gonna do now man so um i said all right then I'll, I'll i'll send you 10 now and five tomorrow and he said yeah you better send it before the show goes out then 
So, so I sent him. So that cost me a shit ton of money before I'd even started. You know, mm, so I'm thinking, mm. really, is this all really worth it? Yeah. The day after the show went out, someone came to my workshops and sprayed expanding foam up every exhaust pipe of every car that was outside my workshop. <laughs> No. So one of my guys gets into a VR6, goes to start it, there's this almighty bang. We're like, what? All this expanding foams come out the back of this exhaust in like a like a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at all these cars going, no shit, man. Why did I go on TV? Do you know what I mean? It's just not, this is not how no, I envisage It's not the dream. It. I envisage like loads of groupies and like signing autographs and all of that kind of thing. But it wasn't. No. And there was a motorhome there. The exhaust pipes like six inch, like, like beer, like baked bean tins, full of it, man. Mm. It was horrendous. Who have you agitated in the past? Well, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the thing with the with the car game. You know, it's yeah, that's it's true. just it's stressful, man. Right then, should we wrap it up? Yeah, on that note, it's been a genuine pleasure, chance. I've loved every minute. Excellent, man. I really have. You know. Yeah, no, good I've to really, hear both really of your stories it. for yeah. sure. I feel very honoured. So thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you very much, <laughs> guys. Thanks for coming all that way up to see us. No, man. the pleasure really is ours. Cheers for the amazing grub, and yes, it's been a giggle. Oh yeah. man, any time, man, and let's do some shoots or whatever. And yeah, perfect. Yeah, I'm down with that. Awesome. I think. Uh, well, I cool. would say, um, shall we uh, make a note to listeners of like what the Instagram page is? But yes. they're probably all on yours anyway, Sean. So, so yeah, Sean's <laughs> Ren Eleven. <laughs> Don't make me feel guilty. It's not <laughs> no, my fault. No, no. That's that's that. that. I, I managed to yeah. use your name as a grey springboard. <laughs> yeah. you know, to, Don't to feel guilty for hard work, my friend. <laughs> Don't feel guilty for hard work. Yeah, and Walter, what, what's your Instagram? Um, at retro underscore classica. Excellent. Amazing. This episode is brought to you by our very kind Patreons. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us, you can do so at www.patreon.com backslash nineworksradio.